We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Like to stretch for a podcast, you like to have a stretch. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I need to like limber up while my arm be talking about something, twist my arms around, you know, make it work. Oh, do you like dislocate your arms? Dislocate my arms. Do you um, like to pull your hair up, don't you, and talk to the mic? Yeah, and have a little face in the back of my head. Actually, I've got a little bald spot, so it'd be a perfect spot for a face to be. <laughs> oh, you've drawn a face. <laughs> You face? You're not going to be talking to me today. You're going to be talking to my dead twin brother that lives in my brain. What's he called? Oh, uh, Axel. Axel. <laughs> <laughs> Axel Throbson, which is also my porn I... name. <laughs> Axel Throbson. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet. You may have noticed that I'm not talking to Eamon. No, I'm uh, not. Which is, you may be upset by... But Eamon is in comedy prison, isn't he? Yeah, we're not even allowed to go see him. No, we're not. I haven't heard from him for two weeks. So should I be worried? I, I haven't. Louis C.K. made it out. Um, <laughs> Justin Lee Collins made You're it out. You Eamon with Louis C.K. Yeah, so if they can get out, I'm sure Eamon can. So I'm, I'm hoping to hear from him soon. But I hope he's not having too hard a time. I wonder what sort of faction he's joined in prison. I was I was thinking, like, I think he's running a pretty hard crew of, mm. like... Racists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Racists yeah. and of, sexists. <laughs> of jacked up racists. That's it. Or the weak men that, like, work in the library and... Yeah. You know, like yeah. Brooks was here type situation. You know, just weak old men with, with crows yeah. that fly in occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> That could be it, but obviously there's there's women in the prison as well. So maybe Eamon's in with the with the jacked up women crew. I mean, maybe he'll learn a lesson or two through that. He might. Orange is the new <laughs> Eamon. <laughs> Eamon is the new black. I think the first one was better. <laughs> Let's go with that. The other ones are a bit anyway, confusing. I hope he hears this. Um, in Do, prison. Yeah, exactly. But, in the in a like a little recording booth in the in the toilet. He'll smuggle in a phone just to listen to this, <laughs> not to call anyone. <laughs> it's really not worth it, Eamon. Don't bother. Yeah, especially this movie. But in case uh, you were wondering, I I Ben am joined by a wonderful guest co-host this week, Mr. Alex Robson. Thank you, Mr. Alex Robson. Did you say I Ben? Because then I feel like I could yeah, be you like can I say Alex. I Alex. I Alex. Okay, I Alex. It's it's the new Apple product. I Alex. Yeah, it'd be good. Make your pizza. Yeah. Would uh, talk about Batman incessantly. You know that kind of thing. There we. You know what? That even better. But, I'd strap my phone to the back of my head, <laughs> and that is basically like oh my conjoined God. twin anyway. You could be malignant. And then I could FaceTime myself, <laughs> and then have my face projected on the screen behind me. That's deep. Yep. It's. We are going to be talking about the movie 2021. James Wan directed Malignant today. Mm. We have a lot to say about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, Alex, it's. Having you on is sort of like buying a lottery ticket and then winning another lottery ticket. In that I'm <laughs> I'm not disappointed, but I'm sort of I'm left with the promise of what might be next. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I know, uh, yeah. 
It's a very that's a very good way of putting it. When you started there, I was like, oh, he's gonna get all gushy. No. I don't want to hear this. And then it was just it was yeah that that makes you know, sense. I have to treat you differently now because you're a co-host. You're not a guest, so I don't actually have to be nice. That's true, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll put my co-host yeah, boots on. Good. And my my reverse jacket. Okay. That goes the other way. Oh yeah, yeah. And dislocate your arms. Dislocate my arms. Put on my gloves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I keep on wanting to talk about this. We movie, will, please. We will. So first of all, we just need to get a, a little bit of correspondence out of the way. Uh, yeah, we got a letter uh, last week. So do you mind if I share it? What, what am I going to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> you could. I mean, it's kind of how we do the show, but you can really mix yeah. it up if you want. I mean, no correspondence I, this week. Eamon, I'm Moving so on. sorry. I'm not doing you any justice here. Yes, please. I would like to hear it, Ben. That sounds fantastic. Thank you for being so willing. <laughs> well, it's from someone who's written in before. I think you'll recognize his voice when I press play. All right. Here we go. Still watching films on the toilet. I'm glad to hear that son of a bitch, Eamon, has gone to comedy prison. My old friends, Jeremy Piven and Roseanne are in there, and I've told them to go really hard on him. Because it's what he deserves. Ben is much better. More importantly, I have a three-part limited documentary series called Arnold coming to Netflix next month. As you are aware, I have had great success in politics, bodybuilding and movies. And next, I've decided to conquer the music industry by releasing a covers album of some of my favorite songs. Here is an exclusive preview for your show and I hope you enjoy it. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you got worries or the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown, just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalk where the neon lights are pretty. How can you lose? The light's so much brighter, dear You can't forget all your troubles Forget all your cares So go downtown Things will be great when you're downtown No finer place for sure Downtown Everything's waiting for you Go on, do it! Go downtown! You have a great time! What are you waiting for? So there you have it. My new album, Arnold Terminates the Hits, will be dropping next month. Take care. And remember, if you visualize your dreams, they can come true. There we go. Arnold Schwarzenegger on our show singing a beautiful song. What did you think of his song? I think he's got some talent. I don't know if it's best placed in the music industry. I'm very much looking forward to his documentary, but I suppose if it doesn't do well, then he can always fall back on doing karaoke or... Yeah, and I'm, I'm wondering what other songs he's he's uh, put together Ooh. on his covers album. Is there anything about a helicopter? Uh, any so- any chopper songs? Yeah, or like, uh, there's that old song that I used to listen to when I was a kid. It's like a rap song where it's like, North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off, spin it round your head like a helicopter. You can do something like that. Oh, that sounds good. Uh- I very much enjoyed your rendition. 
That was good. That was good. I can't well, even remember. I his think Arnie could nail that. Yeah. Obviously, I'm looking forward to his documentary. Are you going to check that out? Yeah, I think that looks great. Seen a lot of his stuff about him talking about like his bodybuilding career, his acting career. Yeah. Not so much about the politics, which I'm interested. In. And then also about the maid that he impregnated. The maid. We, we, it was. I think in the trailer it was something like. They've had to live with those mistakes that I made, and so have I. It's like, oh, oh I wouldn't Arnold. use the word the mistakes I've made. I wouldn't use. I would never use the word made ever again. <laughs> the mistakes I made. All the family is like, oh, we ate that word. I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> what did I made her do? No, that doesn't work. That doesn't no, work. it doesn't work. Um, but I think <laughs> we're going to made out <laughs> later. We were mading oh. out in the cupboard. <laughs> um, the... That's just them cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> they never actually did anything. They just cleaned they just together. Cleaned. They just this yeah. this house is going to be spotless like in a way. <laughs> you know he'd be good at it. He would be very good at he it. Would. Whatever he sets his mind to. Yeah. We'll see if he he might come perform another song on the show. You never know. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, cool. What an exclusive. I know. So, a bit of toilet news, and then we'll move on to the film chat. Yeah. So, I've got a toilet news story for you, Alex. Eamon normally shares these, but uh, he's in prison. He's going to have his own toilet news when he comes out of there. <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay, this is the story. So, this is from themank.com, the, the people's voice of Greater Manchester. There's a mini nightclub in a Manchester toilet cubicle and it's sending TikTok wild. In a cubicle? Uh-huh. So TikTok is going wild for a Manchester loo that's basically a mini nightclub with reams of videos being posted online of excitable punters getting their groove on inside. So there's this disco toilet. There's pictures of women like dancing around in it on video. When you say disco toilet, do you mean like... There's a disco ball spinning lights and music. Yeah, basically in the toilet. So I've been to one of these. Okay. Not in Manchester. It was somewhere down near Eastbourne. And just went to this pub, went in the loo, and there was this big red button next to the loo that says, press if you want a good time. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking it was something completely different. The doors different. lock shut. <laughs> <laughs> a hole in the wall opens up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I hit this button yeah. and disco ball drops from the ceiling and yeah. lights start spinning and music starts playing. And I, I instinctively took my phone out and was like dancing in the mirror like an absolute idiot. Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing. This is exactly that. It was like you get caught up in it and then after it's over, you're like, you look at yourself almost disgusted. Like, oh, what did I just do? You like hit, you stop on your phone. You're like, I'm going to delete Why don't you that. just buy a urinal? <laughs> yeah, you're in a toilet just dancing like an idiot with that's, disco that's ball and it stinks of piss. I mean, I think if Eamon was here, he'd make some joke about the North being like a giant toilet anyway, but he's not. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's such an unsavory environment in which to have a disco. Mm. And I came out of the toilet and like sat down at the table and instantly told the people I was with, I was like, you'll never guess. And then they all went yeah. separately. And it didn't happen for any of them. <laughs> it was yeah, all no, in your mind. No, yeah. There's no button in there, mate. It's no disco ball. It just stinks. <laughs> That's my game. As I lie to yeah. them, just so they can go in there and be like, "That was the worst thing I've ever smelled." And I'm like, "Yep." That is, yeah, a horrendous toilet. <laughs> this guy, you should go in there definitely. If I've got to go in there, everyone else does. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Good. Okay. Lovely. 
let's make our way into the world of Malignant. Right. So, first of all, Alex, how did you watch Malignant? I watched it on the toilet. Hey, oh, yeah, you the did. The old-fashioned way. Good lad. Not even a disco ball in sight. Did you rent it? Did you? How did you see it? I so I bought it on Apple. Yeah. Because how much did I, you pay for it? Out of interest. I paid four quid and I want my four quid back. I also paid four pounds. I thought, you know what? I'll yes. buy it. It seems it's cheap enough. That's a. They've got you there because it's like mm, that's quite reasonable. Yeah. And then, well, we'll we'll discuss more. Yes. We'll get, we'll get there, yeah. Yeah, on the toilet. But you can't, what was nice is I could sit quite comfortably on the toilet and watch it, which which worked. Yeah, I mean, it looked good on my phone, <laughs> you know, full, full HD on my phone. That's good. And what did you drink for me in order for me to perform what we like to call the summer wee, which is a summary of the film and the time it takes you to do a big old long wee? I drank uh, stem cells <laughs> from my unborn twin brother oh god and i drank them from a pair of panda bear socks (laughs) well that's easily the most disturbing drink that we've ever had on the show well this film is disturbing so there we go how did you wring out the socks uh to to no the stem cells are quite viscous so i could just yeah like i just poured it into a big old pitcher and you know when you like yeah. first make a smoothie or a milkshake at home, it's very gloopy. Yes, and yeah. it's a slow pour. Yeah. Oh, making me feel a bit so, sick. Uh, so yeah, that go all on. went. That all yeah. went into the socks, mm. and I literally then just like put the sock inside out into my mouth, <laughs> and like a big roll of jelly, it just came in shot in the back of my throat, and I just swallowed it like a jello shot. So okay, like a shot. Yeah, uh, still disgusting. And what? How long does that give me for my summer wee? Well, the process took about an hour, but mm. the actual swallowing <laughs> of the, this of the stem cells took about ten seconds. But so let's talk. Let's talk about pouring it into the sock and then into my mouth. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, please let. So that whole process yeah. probably took around. 90 seconds, I would say, to actually like 90 scoop it out into the sock, pop it in my mouth. Swallow it like okay. a big old jelly pill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. So, so we open in an asylum slash haunted castle where Gabriel, a dangerous patient with telekinetic powers, takes out a bunch of doctors before the doctor in charge says he's a cancer that must be removed. 27 years later, a pregnant woman called Madison suffers a lot of trauma to her head when she's thrown at a wall before she's knocked unconscious by a shadowy figure that murders her abusive husband. Sadly, she suffers what turns out to be one of many miscarriages and starts having vivid nightmares about her husband's killer kidnapping, murdering people. But are they just nightmares? The cops have their doubts when the kidnapped woman falls through Madison's ceiling and as she suffers more head trauma in prison, the truth is revealed. Gabriel is a parasitic twin living on the back of Madison, real name Emily's head, who's been walking around backwards to do all the killings and parkour. Gabriel takes over Emily's body and slaughters a ton of prisoners and cops, but before he can kill Emily's sister, she manages to take control of her own mind and locks Gabriel in a mental prison of his own. The end, hopefully. So, Alex, I have to apologise. 
because a while ago we talked about you coming on and being a guest on the podcast again and we were throwing around ideas for films we could watch and I'd watched Malignant and I think you'd started watching it but gave up and I said no you should stick with it um having watched it again well as I said I'm I'm sorry. So when I originally watched yeah. this, however, it was like a year ago, right? And I was excited to watch it. I was like, James Wan, check. Like his like his horror stuff, like the vibe, like Conjuring, Insidious. And I liked the visuals that I saw in the trailer. So I started this because I was on my own one night because my girlfriend's yeah. not really into these types of movies. Coincidentally, she came down and watched the end of this movie with me today and she joined in the prison cell scene where everyone gets wrecked. And she's yeah. like, I can't unsee what I'm watching because it's, she doesn't like all that graphic stuff. So that was fun. What a perfect point to jump on board. I know. And I was like, I'm not even going to tell you what this is about. Yeah. So I started one night where she was gone. I was like, all right, I got my snacks. I'm comfy. Like, hmm. lights out. I'm going to watch a new James Wan horror movie. I turned it off the moment that the doctor said... Get the cancer out. Because uh, let's just talk about the intro because I've seen it twice now. Yeah. I had to actually, and I, I had the urge to stop it again today, Ben. Yes. I almost stopped it at that point. I'm not surprised. The, the start of this movie, uh, I remember thinking when I watched it, I was like, this is very Arkham Asylum. What, in that like, it looks like CGI, like a computer game? Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this kind of feels like stylized, a bit of Arkham Asylum. Yes. But then. The, I mean, the moment you go in and she's like talking to camera or she's writing it down, whatever she's doing, her memoirs or whatever. Yeah. It felt like a really poorly scripted and acted video game. It is. that The way it was shot as well, it looked like the video quality was too good for 1993. Yeah. It looked very, very good. But yeah, the, the acting in this film, what was going on? It's atrocious. What I don't understand is, is James Wan, this is 2021. James Wan is an established director at this point, yeah? He's worked on, like I said, The Conjuring, Insidious. He's, he saw, he wrote... He did a so, Fast and Furious. He did Look a at Fast the and Furious. The dude is, I would say, a, a, an A-lister as a director. Yes, like, he's worked he with, you know, in huge budgets. What happened here? Because I feel like he could only afford, like, uni student actors. Yeah. Like, like they were just... It was their first day on the job. And not even... They had gone to like acting school or like went through any of that process. Yeah, I feel like he met some people on the street and was like, "You'll do. Yeah. Come on, yeah, you, you're the, you're the doctor. Say say this." I just it's- I kept thinking throughout the whole film like, there's got to be a reason that they're acting this badly. Me too. There's going to be some revelation that they're acting in the movie. They're pretending to be, but no, they weren't. I mean, and it looked cheap. Yeah, the film looked and cheap. And that's the thing. Like, it had all the makings of a good, bad movie. Yeah. But it kept on, like, skating on that line of, like, almost being good, bad. Yes. But didn't quite make it. Yeah. And there was just so many scenes where I was like, oh, if if you dialed that up, if you went even further with the ridiculousness, yeah. then I, I would be like, oh, this is a funny, like, over-the-top B-horror movie. I get it now. But it's like he was trying to make it, like, a classy horror movie yeah. or at least a traditional one, but it just didn't have any of the makings of it. it yeah, was just... it felt like it was directed by about eight different people. Yeah. Post-prison scene, it's just like, what is going on? What's happening? It's... And I think the first time I saw it, after that scene, I was like, what... 
And that's why I got wanted you to watch it, just so you could experience the madness. But having watched it again, knowing that was coming, with no surprise involved in this film, it was just dreadful. It really was not an enjoyable watch at all. Quite proud of myself, but then maybe it's so bad it's obvious. But I called what was happening way early in the process. Yeah. The yeah. moment her husband died and she was asleep, yeah. I was like, oh, it's her. And then when the voice started coming out, when like whatever his name is, um, Gabriel, Gabriel, he's the wish.com version of Voldemort. Right. I was thinking that <laughs> because yeah. he's just on the back of her head, just like Voldemort was. And then I was thinking, yeah. well, hang on. What's a better word for that? And then I was like, well, it's like Walmart version. Yeah. That's the American yeah. Walmart. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's Waldemart. So, well, <laughs> so his name Waldemar. That's smart. That is very smart. His name is Wal- like his name is Waldemar. So, okay, Waldemar. So right. when Waldemar started coming out, and I was like, okay, well she's been asleep every time Waldemar has attacked someone and killed them. I'm like, it's her. Yeah. And it's on the back of her head. Yeah. That wasn't that big of like a ooh twist. No, it's not so much the twist itself. It's the way in which the film. Yes. Presents itself after that. Is it ridiculous? Prison cell scene and the slaughtering of all the cops. It just becomes a wild, gory action movie. It's just... It's... Yeah, it's... it's so like, weird. It's like Saw meets, like, The Raid at one point. Yeah, I'm with like, the Matrix what's going thrown on in with, like, all these yes. one-take Guardians of the Galaxy, um, like, yeah. action shots. And... I don't know what tone he was going for, but he missed it. He completely Maybe he had a bit of Fast and Furious still left in his system and he was like injecting that in points. In some places, this is comedy horror film. That's what it's referred to, but... But I laughed a few times, but I don't think I was supposed to laugh. When she's walking down the steps with like her laundry and then this little kid or some sort of Mm. ghost or something like that, some projection, just runs past the bottom of the steps and goes, Hey! as he walks by she just like stops and then she's like oh i guess that was nothing yeah. it must have been in my imagination and walks on if i yeah. saw that i'd be like well that definitely happened and i'm jumping out yeah. my window because i'm not going downstairs she's just pathetic <laughs> like she doesn't do You're anything pathetic. that's the most irritating thing about the film it spends an hour like an hour and a half with her watching murders she doesn't do anything no. for all that time. And then it's suddenly like, oh, it's her. Oh, the dream is surreal. The music cues as well. Oh, God. They and did I'm... feel like a parody, but it yeah. wasn't funny enough. There's one point she, I think she said to her, her sister, I'm adopted. <laughs> and there was just this like, like you, this is not earned. This does not deserve the like... You know, the impactful music cue. That, I just got a parking ticket. <laughs> like, it's so odd. So there's a few things. I'm just going to rattle through here. I made some notes. I, I haven't done notes on your show yet. This is the first time I felt compelled. I had to write things down because I hated it so much and I need to make sure that you hear it. You throw out your notes. Come on. Okay. The head of the asylum, the doctor, she has the worst English accent I've ever heard in my life. Agreed. She's the worst actor and she starts the movie off with that tone. Like, she... She says time to get the cancer out, which is the most ridiculous thing I've yeah, ever Yeah, she heard. does. 
first of all, that is a person, whether you like to admit it or not, and you're just calling them a cancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that's messed up. It's pretty harsh. But then at one point, I know it's years later, it's like modern day, so it's probably like 20 years later, whatever. But yeah. old Waldemar calls her up with his, uh, and he like calls her up and he goes, you know, it's time to get the cancer out. Yeah, it's like Christian Bale's Batman, basically. <laughs> yeah, like where's the trigger? But like with a know. bit of uh, what's it? With a bit of feedback. Yes. And... Where is he? Where's my talk? <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, it's it the, is same. the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know it's twenty years later, but that's quite a specific thing that she said in her life, and she goes, "What? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Who is this?" I'd be like, okay, yeah. feedback, creepy voice. It's time to get the cancer out. Yeah. 20 years or more, I'd be like, that's Gabriel. He's alive. He's going to kill me. Like, I just didn't understand. She And she put the phone down and she's like, huh, wrong number. You know, like, la, la, la. There's, so this leads me straight into my next point, yeah? The foster mother. Yes. First of all, the worst foster mother in the absolute world. <laughs> yeah. Because the first time we see her, she goes... Oh, uh, whatever the main girl's name is. Madison. Yeah, Madison. She goes, oh, Madison, you're looking, you're not looking great. You're looking quite thin. I should feed you more. And I'm like, you, you yeah. haven't done anything like in this movie at all. And that, like, you're not going to go make any food right now. Because if you're going to go feed someone, you, she then wheel her wheelchair inside and she get yeah. to work. It's a thought. I should feed but you. But instead she just sat there after she said it. I'm not going to. I should. Uh, as your mother. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, she's not, not very gonna. good. I, thank you for bringing her up because yeah. there's a bit where they're looking at old footage of Madison's birthday and she's sitting around her birthday cake having a nice time and then the mother completely shames her yeah. in front of anyone that might be there. She's like, are you talking to your imaginary friend? Are you weird? <laughs> like, she's so mean to her. And then, and then in another scene, it's Christmas Day. Yeah. Madison's opening up her gifts. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's got this, like, play telephone, and she's on the phone, and she's being filmed, and this young girl goes, please don't hurt the baby. And then the parents are like, Madison, who are you talking to? And she's like, no one. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and that's it. If I heard that, I'd be like, you're going straight back to the asylum. Get out of my house. <laughs> oh, she's playing the please don't hurt the baby game. Don't worry about it. That's what she does. She chats on the phone. Oh, Please don't cut me. <laughs> Open and another the fact gift. That the, the, fa <laughs> the fact that the asylum let her out. Like, they did this huge <laughs> extensive surgery. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. And they, like, they like crammed his face into her brain, Yeah, they basically. did. They packed him into her brain. Yeah. Like, let's pack the huge tumour into the back of yeah. her head. Oh, there's a face there, but that will be fine. It'll be fine. His arms and legs are gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the main yeah. thing. Yeah, is, that, is that a thing? Like, no, we won't take it out. We'll pack it back in. I know. And the other thing is, right, she bashed her head on the back of a wall, then got her head bashed again. She's gone to hospital... Surely they looked at the back of her head and thought, Jesus Christ, what has gone on here? Not just, oh, she's all right. Let's let her go. 
I know. And what happens when she showers? She's just like washing her hair and she's like, oh, that's a funny little thing on my head. Feels like a face. Feels a bit like an eye and a mouth. That's a bit weird. Oh, it bit me. (laughs) It's so stupid. It must just be nothing. It made no sense. Oh, God. Yeah. And you're you're speaking of her husband. And that's insane, too. Whenever they want you to hate someone in this movie, because she kills all of them. So they're like, let's not have them feel any sympathy for the husband or the 10, like, sex workers in the jail cell. They all look like they went to a fancy dress party, by the way. One's in, like, a disco cap gear with, like, an afro. The other one's got a mullet and she looks like 80s, like, heavy metal fan. It's like like, she was taken to prison in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah, when... but they're not but there's other generations. It's like they went to a decade party yeah. and had to dress from the decade that they were born I in. I think it was like, right guys, we don't have long. We need to make sure that everyone understands that this is a female prison. <laughs> Let's make it really obvious. One of the the prisoners, the main one. What's the one, first thing that we need? Prostitutes. <laughs> we need a female pimp. That's who we need with an afro. It's not supposed to be funny, but I laughed at the moments that aren't supposed to be funny. But isn't it? Because... Is it supposed to be funny? This is what I'm wondering. I don't know. What I, is it? I don't think is it this is. this film? I don't get it. Because I shouldn't be laughing at a husband abusing his wife, <laughs> but because he was so... <laughs> He was so over the top, like, she came home and he's like, do you were in a late shift? And he was, like, on his yeah. phone and he's like, I was watching that. I don't know why Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> he's watching, watching UFC. UFC. They were just like, this guy's an absolute douche. Yeah. yeah? So I t- he, he should have been wearing a like, tap-out T-shirt. I didn't get it enough. <laughs> I think they needed one more thing just to make it very clear that he was abusive because I wasn't quite sure were you i didn't get it yeah no he should have like he should have had a poster on his wall saying like beating up women's okay or something like that it's so stupid because he says like you know you shouldn't work late like my babies keep on dying inside of you and then he put then he pushes her into the wall so aggressively she like breaks her head on the wall and that's what starts this whole thing that's what brings out her demon dead twin gabriel yeah and Gabriel and well, Waldemart. Waldemart, Ben. Waldemart and staying with Waldemart, him. sorry. Waldemart. That's, not, that's is, making the edit. Don't you edit that out? I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. Walt, Walden, Walmart and more, or whatever he's called. Waldemart. Like Waldemart. Waldemart, sorry. It Waldemart. flows off the tongue. Come on. <laughs> it clearly does. Uh, Waldemart. And all that the characters, like you've got the abusive husband, you've got the cop who's a cop oh sorry actually one of them did suck a lollipop that was a bit offbeat wasn't it and also and they... a, a cinephile because she's like they get a, a sketch of yeah of gabriel and she's like so i'm looking for a sloth from the goonies <laughs> yeah. and i'm like okay first of all the audience that you're talking to being uh medicine 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 so <laughs> first of medicine so first of all medicine She's probably not seen the Goonies because she had a messed up childhood and she was born in the the early 90s. Yes. So by the time that she's old, That's it's true. past her. So she's just made a reference to a film that Medicine has no idea what she's on about. And I'm assuming most of the people who saw this movie were like 13-year-old kids who'd managed to get into an R-rated film. So they wouldn't know what yes. the Goonies is either. They wouldn't know. And then later on, she's like, it was like Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment or like workshop or whatever she said. And I'm like, again, dated reference. Get your references in order. You should have gone back further. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, he looks like one of Lon Chaney's characters. You're as bossy as Stalin. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
<laughs> this is like one of the Black Dahlia murder victims. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? This is, this is not... Um, so you, what, were you not a fan of um, Detective Kakoa Shaw? As he kept referring to himself as. I mean, what a name. I'm Detective Kakoa Shaw. Like, why are you saying your entire <laughs> name? Like, I wouldn't say my whole name. And also, I've never heard his first name before, have you? I've... It's a Hawaiian name, which means... Okay, so it's been chosen for a reason. Do you want to guess what Kakoa means? It's not police officer. Because <laughs> that would have been maybe too obvious. It means... Warrior. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Detective Warrior Shaw. Who totally wants to have he wants yeah, to oh, get into yeah. bed with her sister. And then at the end he has to choose between arresting her sister or not, and she gives like Madison's yes. sister gives her a look. And he's just like, What do I do? I got my job or I've got a piece of ass that I really want to go to bed what with. What do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, Your job uh, I like this. Guessing why the screenwriters chose these names. So we've got Regina. Yeah, Regina. Yeah. Regina. So what do you think Regina means? I mean, there's one that will bleep out, so I'm not going to say it. The reigning queen. So he's a warrior and she's a reigning queen. She's a queen. And they both get Um, taken out like chumps in the police station. They do. They get taken out by a big time chair. They just get chaired to the dome. They get chumped off. (laughs) And then let's... Oh, Sydney, that's her sister, is... (laughs) The name of old English origin means... (laughs) Wide meadow. So you know what, Ben? And you can keep this in. That's I the name of can... my ex-wife. <laughs> wow. Okay. And I, I won't say anything about and wide let's meadow. Leave but... that. Let's leave that there. <laughs> oh, my Ooh, God. Sydney. Um, okay. Madison means strength in battle. But her name is Emily as well. So let's find out what Emily means. I mean, this is fascinating for our listeners. Well, it's better than the movie. It is. It's way better than the movie. Emily, rival, laborious or eager? Laborious? That's what this movie should be called. It should be called Laborious. Laborious. (laughs) Okay, all right. It's quite clear at the end that Gabriel will return. Yes, so... I thought that was so premature, though, because she's literally like, (laughs) I'm locking you away. And he's like, you know, I'll get out. And she's like, when you do, I'll be ready. I don't think she realized it would be like five (laughs) minutes later. (laughs) I'll be ready. (laughs) She's not ready. She's literally recovering from the fight. You're probably really tired um, and you need a rest. And you've suffered an incredible amount of head trauma in this film. I think maybe you should go to hospital and again. She, when she stuffs him back in. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like watching and I was like, okay, where? Because there's got to be a line, right? Yeah. But her skin just forms back together like silly yeah. putty. Like, I know I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief because this would never, ever happen. But at least, like, if you're going to say, like, we did surgery and it was this, this and this, at least make it some medical sense that I can get behind in, like, a sci-fi realm. Not I know, like, right? Her skin is now made of silly putty and we can just smooth it over and she's fine. Silly putty. <laughs> okay, so, Malignant sequel. Yeah. Where are you going with it? Oh, my God. I never want to think about this movie ever again. <laughs> uh... Actually, off the top of my head, 
Gabriel comes back, yeah, and medicine cabinet is aware of it, and she's like, okay, well, how am I going to eventually get him out? So she goes to, like, some sort of seance thing, and she wants to put Gabriel into, like, a dead body. Oh. Right? And trap him in there and get him out of her head forever. Okay. But what, what happens is, is that she does it, but then the dead body comes to life and then oh. gabriel is actually but he's like half skeletal and rotting and yeah. he's still moving weird and stuff and he still goes backwards <laughs> he's still yeah that's his mo he's gotta go backwards <laughs> yeah. he comes out yeah. normal and he's like no this isn't right and he twists yeah. his head around <laughs> yeah. yeah he still goes backwards okay i like yeah. that i was gonna say uh, her abusive husband isn't dead oh yeah he's back and he wants revenge so the only way she can battle him because he's so abusively strong is to get gabriel back and use him use his powers to fight the abusive husband so she joins forces with gabriel and the only way she can get gabriel out is for her sister to hit her over the head with a sledgehammer (laughs) so that's how it starts okay i've i've got it okay we're combining both our stories yeah here we go so the husband is dead and the dead body that they banished Gabriel into is the dead husband's body. There it is. There and it is. And then he's after her and he's so abusive and powerful But and Gabriel. And then Medicine Cabinet, I, Madison, I keep on... <laughs> Madison I keep on Cabinet. Tra- yeah, Madison yeah. Cabinet. Detective ha- Madison Cabinet. Goes through a rocky training montage and gets like super like tough and strong. And she faces down with her ex-husband who's possessed by her dead twin brother in the ring at UFC, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay but she has to tr- she trains herself to use the face on the back of her head like as the superpower so she she manages to use oh, her yeah. body and so it's no longer gabriel but it's a it's a part of her that she has to come to terms with yeah because it's still there right like you're yeah. not gonna be able to get rid of that thing yeah. james wan if you're listening <laughs> just give us some money guarantee it would be better than the first one malignant too Cruise control. No, I've got it. Malignant 2, Gabriel's back. Get it? Because he's on the back. Oh, because he's on the back of her head. The fact that it took you a while suggests we might need a little bit of... uh... Yeah. But it's pretty smart. It is pretty smart. Once you get it, it's pretty smart. Or the return of Waldemar. Everyone would understand that. Yeah, yeah. either of those are good. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. All right, cool. So... I think I probably know the answer to this. (laughs) Would you flush this away like they flushed most of Gabriel into some sort of, you know, toxic waste bag or something? (laughs) Or would you fish it out like uh, Madison managed to fish Gabriel out of her head later (laughs) on in the film? What would you do? Definitely, I would remove the cancer. Yeah. (laughs) And I would flush this big time. Okay. Well, I wanted to like this film. I admire James Wan for trying to do something original, but it's it just misses the mark. I mean, this this has seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It does not. It does. So I still feel like I'm missing something. I just don't get it. It's rubbish. It's a rubbish film, and I would flush it away. It's not I would good. Very much flush it away. It's. I I said out loud today. That's on the top five of worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I was so mad at you earlier. I had to go for a walk. <laughs> I had to go for a walk and just like just, for a know, walk. just forget about it. Ooh, I'm sorry, but you'll like this. 
What that means is that this film goes in the macerating tank of despair. <laughs> because we've both flushed it. So, Gabriel is finally going to get churned up like he should have been all along. And actually, more importantly, Madison's going to get churned up because she was a boring character. She's the worst main really actor. boring oh. character. So, off we go. That was malignant. Now, Mr. Alex Robson, typically we play a top five game. Uh, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to ask you five trivia questions about films featuring twins. Okay. Okay. I could have done five films featuring cancer, but I thought this would be better. <laughs> Thank you for choosing that one. So let's go with this instead. So I've got five trivia questions. Now, if you get three out of the five correct, you get to choose a forfeit for me. If I win, I get to choose the forfeit for you. Okay, I've heard some of these forfeits. Yeah, and trust me, this week, it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, okay. First question. In 1998, Disney remade The Parent Trap, starring which actress? Oh, oh no. Oh, it's Lindsay Lohan. It is Lindsay Lohan. Well done. Woo! One question out of five correct. In which movie did twins Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen star with Kirsty Alley? Oh. I'll give you three choices. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister, It Takes Two, Twins Reunited. It Takes Two. It was It Takes Two. Well done. So you've okay. got two out of five. Ooh, so if I get this, I win. If you get this, you win. What were the names of the Crays? Oh, no. Played by Gary and Martin Kemp. Yeah, what are the cra- what are the tra- what are the Cray twins called? I don't know their first names. I'm going to have to pass immediately on this. I don't know them. Ronald and Reggie. Oh. You're not a fan of the Crays. You're not a fan of uh, London crime. No. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not cool now because I'm not a fan <laughs> of London crime. <laughs> okay, when did twins come out? Oh, ah, da 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 da. Was it before the Penguin or after the Penguin? Batman Returns was 1992. Yeah. And I feel like Danny DeVito looks younger in Twins than he does on the set of Batman Returns. Arnie was at his height in the early 90s. He was at his height. And Terminator 2. Take out the papers and the trash. I mean, that is... Yeah. In that film, that's when he actually sang a song. I've never that's heard him true. sing a song other than in that his movie. debut. Yakety yak, don't talk back. That's good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say 1994. It was 1988. Oh, it was the 80s. Yeah, it was. It was It was right at the end of the 80s when the, the twins with Danny DeVito. So that's too wrong, too right. This is it. This is the one. Oh, my God. All right. Who plays both King Louis Fourteenth and his twin brother, Philippe, in the 1998 film, The Man in the Iron Mask? Automatically, because I loved this film as a kid, for some reason. It's Leo DiCaprio. It is Leo. It's Leo. What a movie, man. I well done, you. Three correct. Thank you, thank you. Thank so you, you fittingly get to choose a forfeit for me. What do I have to do? Well, your forfeit. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make me a three-course meal, but you have to do it all backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get burnt. 
<laughs> I can't wait to see you try and flip a frying pan. <laughs> I'm going to cut With... my fingers and yeah, oh yeah, that'll definitely. sound good on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what film we're watching next. Uh, Eamon in Comedy Prison. I Honestly, I have no idea what's going on. So you'll find out in the next episode. Can't wait. <laughs> but all that's left is for us to thank our uh, our Patreons. Um, so Alex, you can chip in. You know some of these people. So for Big Ben, he would be the imaginary friend that I would want to talk to. Oh, that's sweet. What about, um, what was it she was talking about? Murdering children. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Um, yeah. I think Mike Foster, who is our, our good friend from school, he would probably be... I don't know. Madison's sister. She was very supportive, wasn't she? She didn't give well, up on her. Sydney. Even when she found out that Madison was adopted. <gasps> I'm adopted? <laughs> Boom. Uh, Raph, he would be Gabriel. Uh, he would be the monster on the back of your head. Uh, and then my mum and dad. So my mum, what would she be? I don't want to see she'd be the hopeless stepmother because no, that's awful. Or, or the terrible. Or the original, like the biological mother. Who, yeah, like we didn't every even talk mother about her. in that film. She's just no. chained up in an attic for like days. <laughs> she was. And then fell through like two floors and she just cracked her pelvis she's and she came very, down. Then in the hospital and like her dead son is suddenly talking to her in the hospital. She must have been like, what is my life? What yeah. is going on? Completely mad. So... My mum can't be any of those characters. No. Um, um, my mum would be... She'd be the reigning queen. But she gets shot <laughs> and chaired to the dome. This is really this is really hard. Yeah. She'd probably just be someone nice who died at the at the beginning. Well, just a, you know, or, in or an innocent bystander that was just like, well, th- yeah. that looks like a situation I don't want to go anywhere near. I'm That's out. That's right. Bye. And my yeah. dad, well, he, as we said before, he's very practical. He'd probably be... One of the asylum scientists. <laughs> yeah, he'd be one of the scientists that died at the beginning. But yeah, thank you to those to those y'all for supporting. If you want to, go ahead, do it. Um, and thank you for listening. And, you know, find us on the, on the Facebook and the Gram and the Twitter. And Mr. Robson, thank you for your time. Obviously, you have some a couple of far more popular podcasts, which you are in charge of. Uh, go on, shout them out. Just quick, just in case people don't know. Like, don't don't sigh. It's what you've been wanting to do for the past half hour. Let's not pretend. No, I haven't. When can I do When can I talk about my podcast? That's what you said. I already... It was like having Gabriel on the back of my head just talking at me. It's time to talk about the podcast. <laughs> Hello? Who is this? Who is this? Well, thank you for that, that lovely cue up there. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, I do a podcast with my brother, who is a DC Comics and Marvel artist and writer, and we review Batman the Animated Series, which is a series that came out yep. in the 90s, which is when this movie took place, and I, when I was watching it today, like I said, I was just like, oh, Batman the Animated Series is on around this time, <laughs> I'd much rather watch that than this movie. So, yeah. So, yeah, people go yeah. check it out, it's called Batman the Animated Series Podcast, it's available on all podcast platforms, and we are at Batman TAS Pod on all of the socials, and we have guests, and we have writers, and we have directors, and all sorts of cool things, and we review episodes, so if you haven't checked it out, and you like that show, it's a good time, go check it out. Do check it out, it's a great show, and you can tell why Alex has a much more popular podcast than this. Because the way he pitched it was far better than what I've done. <laughs> oh, find us on Facebook. Didn't even put the handles in it. there. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for listening. Eamon, we love you. We hope you return soon. 
We hope you're not being treated too badly. We hope badly you're not being pushed prison. up against the wall right now. <laughs> and that's it. So I shouldn't say it. So I'm going to leave it to our special guest. Can you sign us out, please, Alex, with the keep flushing? Okay. I do, it doesn't feel right me saying it. Keep flushing. Keep flushing.